Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go. Wednesday podcast. Uh, they call it hump day, but really when you come back to work on a Tuesday, today doesn't feel like a Wednesday. And it was funny because, Mr. Dukes, when I parked this morning, I had another weird night's sleep. I couldn't sleep Monday night into Tuesday, so I was here by 1. Which I was just, I mean, I was delirious by the time I drove home yesterday. So I laid down last night. I knew I would get in early. I didn't think I'd get in at 3 o'clock, but I get in early and watch the games this morning. I was up at, I went to bed at 7.30. One, I would say I was wide awake by one twenty. Too early. Yeah, I get thrown off when I get here in the morning and you're here already. I know you do. I know you do. And then Eddie wasn't here. And Eddie normally is. Eddie is here when I get here. And Eddie is here long after we leave. I sometimes wonder if Eddie actually goes home. Right. But he may yes. just have clothing in his car. It's very possible. He always, he's always he got to get that parking, so he gets here. What does he do? You're in that office with him, right? Now, I, I know am. what's going on around here. Yes. I get in on a normal day, 4 o'clock, and I've got my routine and what I've got to do with the sound, and i got to go through the stories and the video. Sometimes i got to watch games. All good. I know what you're doing. I see you at the newspapers. I see you on the weird websites looking for cool stories, making sure you see the highlights and you're making your show sheet and we're doing this and we're doing that and maybe the papers aren't here. You're going to take care of that. And then Bob walks in and I know he's going through the managerial sound and boom, prepping boomer sportsmen. All this stuff's going on. And then I look in and I see Eddie. He's not moving. He's just sitting there hunched over his desk listening to violin music. What is he doing for three hours? Well, I can see his computer. So when I look over my shoulder, when I'm exiting the room, I'll always look. He either has a map up. A map? A like map. of a country. A map. Of, or of New York City. Or he has a map up. Huh. He has a college football podcast up. Uh, not work-related. Okay. And then various college football blogs. Okay. So this is what I see he's he's doing. Then he's um you know going through sound to take, you know, find uh, Evan saying something ridiculous or show related. you show related things. So um 
there's some space sort of uh, news items going on, like about outer space and things. I'll look at that <laughs> into and that, see. Right, yeah, right, we'll yep. see those things. So, right. But I don't know is what's going on with all the maps he's looking at in the morning. A lot of maps, I'm telling you. I do what sometimes them. he's zoomed in on, like, street level, and sometimes <laughs> he's country size. Like, it's, he's pulled back where you're just looking down on the country. Very odd. So basically, odd. to sum up, and I'm not we're not picking on him. We're just No, we love Eddie. He and we know he gets in for the parking. And yes, I get that to a point, but he essentially gets in because you would say for that job, and he's here till one o'clock, no question, right? For this job, he really is not required to be until five o'clock, right? But he, uh, yeah, but he, he, we're fighting for parking spots, so he's here early. So for parking reasons only, yes, he's it here early. Costs him, yes. ten hours a week of his life. That's right, but he enjoys it. Well, it's a different issue. That's a different issue. It's sleep, too, he's losing. He is losing sleep. True. So uh, a couple things, Jerry, I'd like to explain, if you don't mind, uh, that came up on the program today. When you were talking about that uh, someone here at the radio station you're aware is a man that wears Spanx, and you would not give up the person's name, which I'm not asking you to do here, because if you didn't do it there, I'm sure you're not going to do it here. I will not give it up, yes. We were also talking about, Craig was talking about people who wear diapers so they don't have to go to the bathroom. Right. Of which I said I knew someone that wears a diaper to concerts. That person is a Richard Christie who works on the Howard Stern Show, and he has talked about this on the Howard Stern Show many times. Oh, is that true? I'm not friends with him. I was pretending that was my friend on the air because I know him, I know of the story. Right, right. That he will like to drink a lot of beers at a concert and will pee in a diaper all night. Well, that's what I was trying. <laughs> that, that was actually the point I was trying to get across. Yeah. If you were, you know, I get, I get Boomer's point. Well, what if you meet a girl? I find fair enough. If you're single, I get it. But like if I went out with my friends, I am not looking to go meet a girl. I'm very happy and everything in my life. Everything's good. The one thing that always bothers me about drinking beer, whether you're at a party, at a concert, at a game, anything, is after you have the first one and you go for the second one, once you go to the bathroom, you literally have to get up every, and I'm not exaggerating, if I am, tell me, I would say every seven, eight, nine minutes, you've got to go to the bathroom yes. again. So it's like, it's a, it's like a waste. It's yeah. not fun. Like I went to that Bruce Springsteen show the other night. And I had a beer when I first got there, like an hour or two before. And then that was it. I was not going to have another beer because I, I didn't want to have to go to the bathroom it's all night It's the worst, long. which is why yes. a friend of mine has it right. He drinks tequila over ice. That's a nice slow drink. You sip it, and you're having a good time within an hour. It's and not, you're not a lot of liquids. Nuts. Right. And literally, a couple of drinks for the night, he's done. And he's had a blast, and he's not running to the bathroom every 10 minutes. Right. You just got to get over the fact that some people can't drink tequila over ice. Right. Most actually can. He puts a little squeeze of lime in. It's actually really good. That's nice. It is. It's actually pretty good. The, the, the straight tequila is a little rough. The tequila over ice with the lime, not lemon, lime, terrific. Then they were also getting into, uh, I t- was telling the story of a, a wacky bit we did when uh, Craig worked mornings uh, at the WNEW and I worked at night with Ron and Fez. Yeah, I didn't quite get that. Yeah, well, we did one night, we did a bladder buster contest. It was me against the listener. We were drinking iced tea until someone had to go to the bathroom. And if you went to the bathroom, you lost. Okay. Okay. So I was on uh, Ron's team, I believe. And we decided that uh, I would just pee my pants. Oh, good Lord. And then claim by technicality 
I did not go to the bathroom. You didn't. I stayed in the studio. But I did that, and I did it. For the radio bit that it was, Jerry, I did go to the bathroom in my pants. How many times? Uh, well, w- once. It only took one time. But I did. I went a lot, and as you can imagine, uh, iced tea, when you go to the bathroom and it's iced tea, it smells like iced tea, kind of. But the problem was I got it on the carpeting in the studio. And the next morning, Craig had to come in to do his morning show, and it smelled like urine. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it did. He could not have been pleased. But I think technically I did win that contest. Who cares? What and has then, happened to you? Like, you, you would never do that now. No, because I'm older. I'm 46 years old now. So what? But I, the, I'm 42. I still am the same person I was when I was 25. Yeah, I think there's certain things you can't do once you get older. It's a Why? little embarrassing. For radio? For work? Yeah. Then the other thing I would like to just explain... As how I ended up kissing a guy on the radio. Yeah, this is this is great. So this is uh, pretty simple. On Friday nights, I used to drink sometimes against women listeners. So this show, to, just to back up, when yeah. was this show on? This what, was an evening show. It was an, it was a seven to ten, I think it was on. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought or they were on 11. in the afternoon before Opie and Anthony. Uh, there one when I first got there, they were on noon to three. Okay, but shortly after getting there, it moved to after Opie. And I Anthony. didn't realize. All right, got it. So I used to drink against the girl listeners sometimes just because we had, we had run out of ideas by Friday night. <laughs> and this one night I was uh, drunk uh, on the air against three girl listeners. And, and Ron had the idea, oh, we're going to blindfold you. One of these girls is going to kiss you. You have to guess which one it was. Hmm. So I, I'm like, all right, you know, hammered. They blindfold me. They bring in this uh, gay gentleman <laughs> which who kissed me. Now, I asked you on the air yeah. how quickly you knew. Well, I, I don't remember the evening yes, on the air. That's weird to me. I never black out like I that. I heard it back. I listened back to it. But So that's what happened there. I was obviously tricked into it. Right. You never for a... Well, you don't remember it. So it's, I, I can't even ask it. you about it because you don't remember it. I don't recall it. You have listened back to it? I listened back to it. Yeah, at the time, I listened. Is that I haven't stuff listened. still available like YouTube and stuff? Uh, yeah, some of it is, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Now, you had hair at that time. I did, but it was not great hair. Not great hair. It was Were you beginning I always wondered this, right? So I, a long time ago, worked with Don LaGreca, who now works at ESPN Radio, has for the last 15 years. And this is probably the late 90s. We were here at this radio station working together. And we always used to say, because he had a friend who worked at K-Rock at the time. And he always used to say, we got my friend, I forget what his name was, Tim, Tom, whatever. He'd be like, Tim. He, his name was Tim. Tim, Tim. Reed. That's him. Because I, when I did my podcast and I interviewed Don LaGreca, he brought up Tim Reed. That's him, Tim Reed. And he would say, you know, boy, my guy, my guy Tim, and he, whenever they go out for a station event, you get a really good mix of guys that are into rock music and you get really attractive girls. And it's really like a great party atmosphere. And he goes, listen, if you're single, God knows how the night can go for you. He goes, us. He goes, no offense to our listeners, but they're all guys. Right. They're all guys. So I guess my point is how much fun a show of that, a show like that must have been because you were basically, you had listeners from all over, right? Yeah, but talk radio was still, when I at NEW, was talk at that time. That was still a very male-dominated audience. Really? So yeah. if you did a show like you're talking about, and I don't know, let's say you were at a bar down the block in Manhattan. Yeah, it'd be 80% dudes. Oh, it would? Yeah. See, I, I was under the assumption more 50-50. K-Rock, when I worked with Booker, that was more split. Okay. That seemed a little more split even. Well, again, music. Yeah, music. So I didn't realize the talk was... I, I knew yeah. it was... I knew the guys liked it, but I thought guys like Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez, I thought they had a really good female... 
following too. They did. They were strange uh, women. <laughs> a little strange. So you weren't killing it with the ladies then because you were basically appealing to men. No, and I'll also tell you this, Jerry, and this is a true story. I did have women that were interested in dating me because I was on the show. Right. And do you know that I did not want to break my character's perception of never getting dates, so I would not go out on dates with any of the girls that would come on the show. Really? Yeah, because I didn't want to ruin... I didn't want one of them... To tell somebody or it found out that I that I was able to go on dates because hmm. back then the, we were very heavy into characters and like what your character was on that show, you didn't break of that character. Let me ask you this. I, I don't know how we morphed into this, but I'm, I'm very interested in it. We don't do that. We really don't right. do that here. What we are is what we are. I, I don't like the fact that people say I'm angry. Frustrated is a good word. Not angry, but whatever. That's fine. Did Was there, like, sit-down conversation? Listen, Al, we need you to be like this. No. Or did it just develop it just into developed. that, and then you kind of played the part based on just the way you were? Right. And then you kind of took it to an extreme. Right. Interesting. Exactly. Huh. So the bit that you kissed the guy, they had it, you weren't in on it. I was not in on so that you bit, you really no. had no idea what the hell was going right. on. Right. I probably would not have uh, agreed to do that bit. I did a lot of wacky bits, Jerry. That one I probably would not have agreed, agreed to do. That one you would have let go by the way. <laughs> that one I would have said, let's think of something else. Yeah, probably a good good idea. All right, Al, enough of that. Uh, I want to tell you about a new sponsor. They love us, quite frankly. I'm talking about Roan. Now I'm going to read you the stuff that they think is kind of cool for you to know about. Then I'm going to tell you about Roan. Roan? Roan, R-H-O-N-E. It's a new men's activewear company. They use the most innovative fabrics on the planet. It actually feels fantastic. Uh, they build clothing around three main tenants, performance, comfort, and style. And I'm going to talk about the style. How about this product they have? That is, I think, phenomenal. You like to work out, right? Oh, absolutely, Jerry. Do you like to hike with your girlfriend sometimes? I'm a hiker, yeah. I like a hike. Bike a little bit? I would do like to bike as well, yeah. A little you know, bit of walks, biking. Walks, a little jogging, I love to walk. Ks. I don't know about jogging. Uh, walking, definitely. All right. Well, they have this, but you go to the gym? I do, Jerry. They have these cool shorts. They're awesome. They have like a little media pocket built in. For your phone. It fits nice. beautifully so that you can literally, you know, some people put that armband around. I don't do It kind of looks weird. You literally can put your phone or your iPod or whatever little media gadget you have into your media pocket. It's awesome. You're it, saying media, not meat pocket. No, media. Media, like yeah. my phone. Right. Oh, to listen to my podcasts and rock music. Say, yes. And I'm not saying these I'm things don't exist. Out. I'm telling you. Roan has them, and they did it right, and they are awesome. I heard they have technology wherein you don't stink if you sweat in their clothing. Well, I was going to do that, too. Because oh, you that was your line. As someone who likes to work out like you do, I think you could use this. Here's what I did order from Roan, and it's R-H-O-N-E. Right. Roan.com slash postgame, Jerry. That's right. That's what the fans want to do. Uh, I'm not a big fan of wearing shorts to the gym because mm-hmm. I feel like I have skinny legs. Right. They have workout pants. Yes, they do. They go all the way down to my sneakers. Yes, they do. Perfect. That's what I ordered. A nice pair of black workout pants because black goes with almost anything I have, Jerry. It's awesome. It really. I'm telling you, it's a great website. You mm-hmm. go to com slash postgame and 15% off exclusively for the listeners to our podcast, roan.com, R-H-O-N-E dot com slash postgame. I'm doing that right now. Or should I, I'll, know what, I'll finish the podcast, and then I'll Why go don't do you, that. Yeah, let's just wrap this up, and then you can get back to shopping. Here's a high-tech urinal that's in development, Jerry. You know I love urinals. <laughs> I'm not sure we need this, though. 
I'm going to tell you what it does that you're not getting at a current urinal, I mean, and you tell me if it's something you think you'd be interested I mean, in. So far, all I'm, I'm kind of good with what we have. Right. You eliminate but and you, flush. You always think you're good with what you have. I'm saying perhaps this new item, this is being developed uh, in Spain. Okay. It's a high-tech urinal which can wash and dry the penis after it's been used. It's called Urinary 2.0. Uses programmed sensors which will activate the cleaning mechanism when you're done peeing. And the water, when it washes your penis, in the summer, when the temperature's warm, it uses the water is a little bit cooler. In the winter, when it's freezing out, the water is a little bit warmer. Do you feel like you need to wash your penis after peeing? No. I don't either. I don't think I need this. You don't? No. I don't either. Can you imagine I'll show you what, what it looks like, type of shenanigans might go on in businesses if you... Oh, my God. Yeah. Those things are where you stick your thing? I guess. Come on, dude. I don't think we need Nobody's this. washing their penis after peeing. They're like, just how not. Do you think that, how do you think the business meeting goes? A, we got a deal with the leaders of Sony. Mr. Sony, we would like to put these, how many buildings, how many people do you employ? Oh, we, we, have, we have a lot of employees. We would like to put in to your buildings mm-hmm. a thousand penis washers. Wow. Penis your, washers. Well, your, they're urinals. Your, all right. Urinal, urinals that wash your penis. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think that meeting goes well. So you you would not be interested in it. And first of all, you wouldn't want this in a public place. Well, that's the other thing. Who else is washing their penis? Would, would you want this in your home? Oh, so you don't think this is going to be made for no, I think business? It, I do. Th- it, it looks like it is made for business or like public toilets. No. I No. Come on, man. No. I mean, this is... You've come with some interesting stories. Mm-hmm. This is not a good one. How about this? this after, goes your, nowhere. after your penis has been washed with the water, another sensor activates the climate controlled drying. And like a bathroom hand dryer, blow dries your penis area in three seconds. Uh, you're going to have some masturbatory <laughs> issues going on. Yeah. Here. This is not a good then one. Then you'll need to wash it again. Well, the facilities are ready. Yeah. So that's that, Jerry. So you're out for that. I'm out for that. That seems absurd. And then this is a headline ripped from the newspaper today. The headline is Danger of Geezer Sex. It says as uh, folks get older, uh, women uh, having sex when they're older is uh, healthy for them. Yes. For men, there are higher instances of men having heart attacks. I believe that. And strokes. Strokes? That's right. Oh. I may have made that up. Definitely heart attacks. Oh, come on. I'm trying to remember the article. I read it. I believe that. I yeah. mean, especially if you're not doing it often, I mm-hmm. suppose, or you're out of shape. It's kind of like they tell older gentlemen, don't go shovel the snow. Right. Your heart starts racing. It's not ready for it. You're not used to it. And then all of a sudden you go out there, you still think you're 25 and stuff like that happens. That's why they say they say it happens during the ejaculation phase, that that's when the heart attacks happen for men, older men. Older men. Older How guys. old are we talking? Uh, like in their late 60s, early 70s. Late 60s, early 70s. You still got How many time, people Jerry. people that are 60s and 70s do you think? Give me the percentage mm-hmm. of healthy, because obviously there are people that have health issues in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. What percentage of people in their 70s do you think are still having sex? How how often does someone need to have sex in order for Once me to say month. they're still having sex? Okay, Once that's fair. Month. That is very fair, Jerry. I'm going to say 
people north of 70, I'm going to say it's uh, 25%. That's all? Yeah. That's not a good percent. I'm going to say it's a quarter. I was kind of hoping we were talking more in the 50%. Boomer might know the answer to this. I do not know the answer to this. Are you guys podcasting? It's a podcast. podcast. This is a podcast. I've never been on a podcast before. Well, you have now. The topic is, and maybe you have an answer to this, we're trying to figure out the percentage of people in their 70s that are still sexually active. 70s or older. Yeah, I don't have an answer because oh. I'm not that age. I told Jerry. I didn't say you were. No, I'll I... tell you this, though. I will be active. There's <laughs> no question about that. I can tell you that right now. And I don't usually walk around and ask older folks whether right. or not they are sexually active. But I will say this. I found out who wears the Spanx at WFA. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Jerry. Thanks for the tip. How'd you find out? Oh, you can just ask where... the right people around here. When Is the person currently here in the building? Yes. Did he look annoyed? Uh, I don't think he knows that I know. Oh. And you know how that goes. When you know something that somebody else doesn't know, and you know, and, and they, they're not sure whether you're right. looking at them as to whether or not you're looking to see whether or not they're wearing Spanx, it's like a really awkward thing. So do you want me to tell you who it is? Yes. I can't. <laughs> so you I feel bad. I don't want to say his name but you, on your on your multi-level Yeah, a lot of people here. hear this. Yes. So you think you know based on seeing him. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, since we're not on camera, right. I'll mouth his name to oh, you. Oh, right. Oh, oh, interesting. I could see that. Interesting, because that's not the guy. <laughs> oh, really? No, that's sure no. That's not the guy, but I'm other fine. guys here say that's the guy. I don't know that. Hmm. You could be right. Because other guys here heard us talking this morning. You know the guys that say they never listen? Yes. They heard us this morning, and they were wondering who it was, and then I asked one of the guys... And he said it was this guy. So maybe it's that guy who pointed out this guy. Maybe he's the Interesting. guy. I happen to know my do you, guy do you, do you, does. Do you, see the two, do you see the two guys sitting over there at yes. the desk? Is it I, one of those two? No. Okay. No. He's probably just saying no, though, because he doesn't want to pin it on them. All right, well, listen, it was great to be on your podcast. I got to go. Oh, welcome. All right. So that's I, how we I, end it. So that's usually all right. Good. Perfect. All right. Just remember, have sex after 70. Yes. See you. There you go. A public service message from Boomer Esiason. Uh, well, I think that's kind of good. I think that's a podcast, quite frankly. Well, you got anything else? You got like uh, well, the, we have the days you want to talk no, about? No, we or? do have the warm-up show coming up right after you say see ya. Oh, I don't say see ya. Oh, usually. you don't do that's that. That's your thing. Oh, that's I my thing. I usually say I got to go. And then do I say see ya? the warm-up and then you do that or you have my six-year-old doing that, which All right, I don't you, think we do anymore. Okay, you do it and then I'll do see ya. Right, I don't do that. So no, no, I'll, I'm saying you say I got to go. Right, so it's like I got to go because I have an update at 11, so um, I'll back tomorrow. So- it's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio, sort of. All right, Wednesday morning, and uh, Boomer and Carton in a couple of minutes, a thrilling night of baseball for both the Mets and the Yankees. The Mets did win in Cincinnati, as you heard from Harris. And the Yankees out with a game last night. If you just look at the box score and you see they won 7-6, and hey, Chase Headley hit a home run, you don't know the half of this game last night because the idea that they won is remarkable, and they're now only four and a half out in the division race with a few weeks to go. And another game with the Blue Jays today. Another game with the Blue Jays uh, tonight, absolutely. Tonight. Yeah, very much so. They've thrown themselves right in the mix. Yeah, I still don't see them winning it at all, getting to win the division, Jerry. That still seems like a far away type of thing. Sure. Even the playoffs, the wild cards, still when you look at like the breakdown in these uh, columns, I'll tell you this, yep. this team's got this. But is it is exciting to watch. I tried, you know, I was going back, back and forth with the games last night. The Met game was very hard to watch simply because the crowd was so... What crowd? Sparse. 
Sparse is a kind word. Literally, if you looked at the Met Reds game last night and what Al is talking about, they list 13,000 fans paid attendance. I honestly don't think there were 2,500 people in that building. It looked. Do you remember when the Orioles, remember all the violence in Baltimore and the Orioles played that game without a crowd? Yes. That's what it looked like last night. When you see Gary and Ron uh, in that, that close-up to start the uh, start the broadcast and they show you the overhead of the Great American Ballpark, there's nobody there. And there was nobody there all night. Right. Two completely different feels for those games going oh, back and forth. Terrible, terrible, terrible in the words of John Sterling. But, yeah, you know what? The Mets get the win. Cespedes, not only the home run, he throws out, uh, what's his name, uh, Brandon Phillips at second base. So that was kind of cool. And the Yankee game, again, just what we're talking about is the Brett Gardner catch. Gardner made a great play at third base. Dellen Betances was awful, and yet the Yankees got the job done. They came up with the big hits, and, uh, again, it's four and a half. I'm with you. There's still a long ways to go, but the fact that we're talking about them on September 7th is kind of a big deal. But the thing that stinks about September baseball is, like, tonight the Yankees are playing or pitching Brian Mitchell. Right. Who is and that, Jerry? A lot of other guys. They're yes. bringing him back up. He's thrown a little bit for the Yankees, but he was in the minor leagues. They're bringing him up, despite the fact that the team he was playing for has a playoff game this week. He's going to pitch for them tonight. I don't know how long. Again, okay, now here's a huge game. Yeah. It's in September. This like They don't want to expand the NFL season because of injuries, like the players complain that okay. it would be more injuries. These baseball teams, no one can finish seasons. You're finishing your seasons now with guys no one's ever heard of. Pitching in important games. Injuries, I don't get injuries, it. Injuries, injuries. Well, you had Luis Sessa pitch last night. You've had, I know Green's hurt now, but he was pitching in big games. It's kind of what it is. You know, Nathan Avaldi's hurt. You know, Tanaka's been good. But for the most part, this is what the Yankees are, and which is even more remarkable that they're doing what they're doing. And the Mets as well. Someone named Smoker won last night's well, game. Yeah, you tell me he's a popular pitcher. I didn't say that, oh. but he has had some appearances for them, and he got the win last night. He didn't pitch all that much. Rafael Montero made the start, four and a third. Not great. He walks too many guys. That's if the I was that there. guy, I would uh, come into the uh, you know onto the mound to that uh, Steve Miller band song. I'm a smoker. I'm a joker. I'm a midnight toker. I'll use. Yeah, that would be awesome. Do the pitchers get to do that? Or do you have to I, I be like a Mariano I, I Rivera don't think type? There are walk-up songs to for get starting a, pitchers or relief pitchers. Well, Mariano Rivera yes, used to get that thing. That's the closer. I oh, be- the closer. I they believe, get a song. I believe the closers are the. I, so all batters get a song. I don't know the answer and closers. That. You know, and all the times I've gone to a game, I don't believe I've ever noticed random relievers having their own walkout song. <laughs> Well, they should start it for the smoker. <laughs> Just the for Joker, Josh Smoker? And the Midnight Toker. <laughs> I How about Ben Heller, right? Highway and ben to Heller, hell. yes. Exactly. Highway to Heller. <laughs> Stupid. Jerry, did you see the story of this uh, Texas Longhorns quarterback, I, Shane? Uh, Eddie tells me it's Bouchelle. No, I did not. I saw you put it on the rundown as I did. a story to go to. I did. It's a go-to story, Jerry. Mm-hmm. That's on my rundown sheet. Um, he uh, thanked his uh, father's vasectomy doctor, after his win against Notre Dame, because uh, he was supposed his father had a vasectomy, and then impregnated his wife with this uh, baby boy, who turned out to be the Texas Longhorns quarterback. <laughs> so he was the product of a failed vasectomy. Of a botched vasectomy. How do you screw up? Isn't that as I it's understand it? It's but you're not, snipping. But it's not a hundred percent. But you're snipping the cord that carries the uh, important 
information insert right into there bing bang boom you're pregnant right but if (laughs) they have a vasectomy holy crap wow i am pregnant exactly that's what he said (laughs) now they've got to be thrilled that the vasectomy didn't take of course they've got a college quarterback how about this though how about the fact that without a vasectomy you've got millions of as you put it information Swimming to where it's got to go to, right? To yeah, get exactly. The job done of wild last sockeye s- semen. <laughs> See, exactly. I don't know what we can say on this show. I, I have no idea what we can say and what we can't say. But without the vasectomy, you've got millions of those things swimming around, right? Right. And it's still very difficult for a lot of people to conceive. This guy has a vasectomy. He might have four things swimming, right? And it worked. Now you've told me this before about it being difficult for lots of people to get yeah, pregnant. Sure. How are there billions of people walking around then? Well, again, Like, you ever try to drive many, in, like, uh, the LIE, the Turnpike, the Parkway? Let's have sex and have a baby. Yeah, it just, works. How about this? How about people just tweet at Al's Boring Tweets the concept of how having a child is not as easy for some people as it may seem. The Bouchelle, there. the Bouchelle family yeah. did it with the vasectomy. If you think about how many times you have relations mm-hmm. and how many children there are, there should be about 400 million times the amount of people on this earth that there are. Philia Johnson. <laughs> I have a family member, and I won't give his name because I'm sure he doesn't want it out there. Who, no, uh, I want to go for it. Who had a vasectomy during lunch. Like, at his job, he went during lunch to yeah. get snipped and, and then the back, balls up in the air and then back to work. Well, uh, I actually know someone that did that as well, and you never mind the mm-hmm. hump and get out. <laughs> no, he didn't do the hump and the get out. And then Jerry, if it. I may, another story involving a um, college quarterback. I don't understand this story. All right. So I asked you about this yesterday morning, late in the day, and you said you'd look into it. So please explain. Yeah, this I me. investigated this. Jerry. I don't get it. So it's a uh, Ole Miss quarterback, Chad Kelly. He was, I guess, uh, this porn star, Mia Khalifa. Right. You were telling me about her. She's a Florida State fan. I don't know if she went there. But, and these two teams played each other the other night. Yeah, so I guess she began following him on Twitter prior to the game against FSU. Strippers and porn stars. Yeah. And she <laughs> said because she wanted to get see what his weaknesses are. Well, I guess when he saw that a porn star was following him on Twitter, he, as the kids say, Jerry, slid into her DMs. That means he direct messaged her. How you doing? One of those. Okay. Uh, to which, uh, after he lost uh, the game against FSU, she screen grabbed their uh, private chat and put it out there. And she said, you should have been studying your game plan more than trying to hit on girls, quote, out of your league. And I'd probably get on the pleasure train. If- yep. So she was just taking shots. He was taking his shot. It didn't work. And that's that's the... Whole story? That's the whole story. Was the well that she put this out? Was the, a, this was an article in the newspaper yesterday. I didn't see the newspaper. I saw it on the on the internet, on I the mean, blogs. Come on. The key here, Jerry, is not to engage in conversation with porn stars because they will always try to get promotion for themselves by screen grabbing your private conversation. Have you ever done that before? I've not. No, Eddie, I'm, have you ever done that before? No, couple sir. times. No. no, no, me neither. So what about have three. you ever slid into the DMs as they say? No. You haven't. No. Has anyone tried to slide into your DMs where you get no, like a... No, because the only people that would do that would be people that each other follow. Right. Right? So, yeah, I mean, if some people that send them, but not often, not at all. No. Mm-hmm. This whole Twitter thing, enough. 
So he and then he deleted his Twitter account. No, really? Shocking. <laughs> Quick timeout, Boomer and Carton coming up in a few minutes on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, coming up to six o'clock, Boomer and Carton in literally ninety seconds or so. Alan Jerry wrapping things up just quickly. Uh, if you're just waking up, a great game at the stadium last night. We'll do the next four hours on it. I'm sure Yankees beat the Blue Jays seven to six. Mets did beat the Reds five to three. But quickly, uh, we were just talking off the air. You look at where the Yankees are, four and a half out in the division. They've got four with the Rays after today. You've got the teams playing each other. Boston plays Toronto this weekend, and Baltimore plays Detroit. So it sets up very well for the Yankees. But as you point out it's still very difficult if you don't win your games to make up enough ground so you think if the yankees lose tonight to the blue jays then take three of four from the rays they're in good shape or well, that's not great no i think what you want to do is run the table through the uh, end of the week at the very least we got to win four of the next five and i think with four against tampa though they do see chris archer on saturday they should be able to do that because tampa is not a good baseball yeah, but if you're team gonna right win now. four to five the, the loss can be to tampa not to toronto uh, yeah, I didn't say that, that wasn't the case. He said if they lose today, you got to go. And I said you got to go sweep Tampa, and they should be able to do that. Tampa's not any good. Boomer and Carton. Listen to Boomer and Carton mornings from six to ten. Beningo and Roberts middays ten to one, and Mike Francesa afternoons one to six thirty. Or catch their show podcasts anytime at Play It. Powered by your flagship station for New York sports, the Fan Sports Radio sixty six and one zero one nine FM WF. FAN and WFAN-FM, New York. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Well, wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.